Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Five... Four, three, two, one. Okay. Par for the f- course. This is my message to the people at Mackey Corporation. I hope you f-ing rot in hell. I f-ing hate you. You have wasted so much of my time. Over this this last two days, so much of my time, I get a Mackie mixer. It's a USB mixer that won't actually work with Adobe Audition and won't actually send audio through the USB. I am calling for the full jihad. I am I am so pissed off. I am so pissed off at these people. And I'll I'll bleep these all out. I am so mad at these people. I am so mad at these people for this. Guys, here's here's my commercial for Mackie. This is a big piece of shit that sucks, that wasted hours of my life. Hours of my life. That's terrible. It sucks. Mackie, you suck. You suck. This is a tiny little machine from Behringer that works just fine, that does the job. I'll be going to Behringer or we're going to sell one of the kids and get a freaking roadcaster. I can't tell you, Alice, how pissed off this this that Miss Mixer made me. How much time it wasted yesterday and today, and somehow it just doesn't work. They didn't. You don't. You make a mixer that works with Adobe Audition. For freak's sake, the world uses Adobe Audition. This is what we use. I've been looking around hours last night for special drivers and special chat groups, and why it doesn't work? Why doesn't it work? You are dead to me. Dead to me. I can't believe how much time I let these people um, fucking wait for me. Why didn't I just use money that we didn't have and just get a roadcaster? Why didn't? Why, why not? Jesus, I can't believe how much time of mine these people wasted. I'm so pissed off. We were just we just did a thing. You with, look nice and skinny on your camera, though. Thank you. We just did a thing with Menners, and it fucked me there too. It's, I I am so oh. Fuck. God, the units of time this thing took from me. So now I gotta find it. I have to take it, put it back in the box, see this stuff, the little pieces of plastic, put it all back in, and ship it to those mother 
immediately. I don't even know how to do this. It means I have to go to. I'm, I'm going to have to go wait at the United States Post Office around <laughs> You're Christmas just time. You're going to make me do it. You <laughs> let's be around real. Christmas tra- time. I'm going to transact at the United States Post Office. Holy God, you are so dead to me. Never buy anything Mackie, guys. M a k i e. Never anything. No, no. Oh, oh, there, oh, that's perfect. This bottle of water just fell off the table into the bag of equipment I have, and with it, all the water spilled. Oh, this is great. This is great. I'll be going 45 feet out of the store to the left, Alice. Yeah. The moment this podcast is done, I'll be going to that bar, and I'll see you later. I am gonzo tonight. Oh, I cannot. Merry believe Christmas it. to you too, honey. Jesus. I've got. To, I'm in radio here, and I'm trying to. Uh, you know, manners is is all his stuff works. Of course, his stuff is a real thing. Oh, you bastards! I am. Well, I will never forgive it. Never forgive this company for for selling me such a total and utter. And I'm not believing this one out. Mackie makes total and utter piece of shit equipment. End of story. So, what does Zoom look like? How are we doing over there? Everything's going great. Other than that, now everything now that you've gotten off that mixer, everything seems to be going fine. Um, oh, I, I have can't. your audio. I have my audio. I have video. You look good in your little brown jacket. It's a great day. This little brown it's jacket. A great day. I've joined Tom. This in little the brown jacket. This little brown jacket costs eleven dollars on clearance sale from Walmart. Its zipper is on the wrong side. So the only a lefty could use it. I've never had a clothes. You're not the ambidextrous the wrong side. for zippers. But let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. This zipper is a better mixer than that effing thing down there. It is. It's a. This zipper is a better mixer than Mackie's mixers. God, I'm so angry at them. Morgan says he has a 16 channel Mackie powered mixer for, and it's been a workhorse for 15 years. Morgan, the other one that we use back in the studio is a Mackie as well. Morgan, here's the deal. This piece of uh, kryptonite, Morgan doesn't work with Adobe Edition. It doesn't see. It only see the only. There's four channels that come out of it technically. One and two are microphones. Three and four are um, auxiliary and another mic. I'm sorry, are uh, USB and another mic. Adobe Edition doesn't see them for some reason. Now, I guess you could technically say that you could blame Adobe Edition. But the world should bend its knee to audition. That's what I use. That's what we all use. So I am I am at war with those people. God, that makes me so angry. Frig, 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 frig. That said, I'll tell you, you know what? There's a Whole Foods here. We're the Whole Foods technically is in we're in Avon right now, but the Whole Foods is technically in uh, what's it called? What's it called? Um, Farmington? No, J- no, well, Joe Simsbury. Right okay. down the street. That the Whole Foods is a joy to be in. A joy to be in. That's nice. Yeah, I had to bail I out. I enjoyed of my it. avocado. It was perfect. Yeah. In Market Basket, all the avocados are always like three days from being ripe. These yeah, ones are yeah, perfect. Yeah, the ones, the ones I bought six days ago when I left felt like dried concrete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, I eat them today, but... Did you? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. So it's just a... You know, there's not too much for me to buy at Whole Foods. But it is a lovely place, especially this is a brand new big big one in a big new place. It is really calming. I do like they it. They have lots of stuff you can eat there. I'll go there for you and buy you stuff tomorrow. No, there's no... I was there today. I got, stu- I got stuff. I got cucumbers. I got bok choy, whatever the hell that is. 
I got um, um, some other stuff, and it was fine. I was just poking around. I was actually, it, it's funny. I went to four stores today. Three of them, I dumped my stuff off and just left because of chaos happening in the store. <laughs> One was a well, a, a home goods. I do love a home goods too, but um, but I couldn't I couldn't deal with the chaos at the thing at the checkout counter. So that went uh, by the wayside. But I'm sorry that happened. Uh, to you. This this mixer happened to me. It also this is you don't understand this. We're doing. We're doing our um, our holiday store. So, in other words, what we've got is it's it's incredible. It's inc- it's almost like a game show. It should be a game show. It's incredible. So, what it is is we're raising money for the Salvation Army, which is great. They do great work. We've dealt with some great people, agencies here, um, great charitable people. But so, what it is is I've got a show to do four hours, and so I get there and I've got to talk about stuff. So, for instance, today I talk. I I just tried to talk about, uh, like what we what we talked about is uh, that, that there's no more uh, penicillin around for kids or whatever. Tylenol. And yeah. then once I get, and then I have a guest maybe, and then then and then the kind of broadcast kind of belongs to the Salvation Army. So then they they, as I'm talking, they bring in guests for me. These guests are have all been to a person, wonderful people, but I don't know who they are, what they're doing, why they're there, what I'm supposed to say, what their names are. I don't know. I have zero information. That's why it's a game show. Because, <laughs> and sometimes I've got like guests sitting with me, like who I do know, because I can't just plan on not doing a show because I have to talk for four hours. So I have to be prepared with something. I need some kind of background. That's why tomorrow, hopefully you'll be with me or Dan Moresti, somebody will be with me. I got to talk to somebody. I'll be because there. <laughs> they'll just come. Like last last week, I had a guest and a guest scheduled in a, in a topic scheduled and right as I was about to start, they brought a guy over from a, who runs funeral homes. So I've got one minute. I know his name and that he runs funeral <laughs> homes. That's it. <laughs> And that's why it should be a game show. It's like in, in, it's fine because it's a radiothon, kind of. Although I was told last year to, to like kind of do a show as well, but you can't. You can't. You can't suddenly, you know, say, um, "Oh my goodness, they've just uh, barred girls from learning something in in Afghanistan. You, they can't go to school anymore in Afghanistan." Um, and here is the funeral home director, the re- regional funeral home. It there's no way to. I mean, it's good practice. It should be. It's like boot camp for interviewing because you're finding out as you're asking what they are, who they are, what they're doing. Usually, generally, it, when you do, and they're they're impromptu. To me, they are. If there's a list somewhere, I'll take it. But uh, I haven't seen one. Like huh. usually, when you do a, a, a you know a remote with a bunch of guests, you'll have a one sheet on everybody. You know, so you know when they come to center. This is not. This is like just pop it up there. Yeah. And so today. I was talking to VB. As I'm talking to VB, they sit two people next to me, and said, "Okay, well, there you go. Just whenever Tom will be right with you." Okay, it's not. It's not ideal. No, you know I've got zero information. So, so the thing is that either if we're going to be wall to wall guests, who I don't know, we can do that, or if we're going to be four hours of Tom's show, we can do it. We can't do both. It's hard to do both. Yeah, right. I hear you. So that is my. So that didn't help. And then the mixer thing. And you know, I, I, 
I never want to be ever again. I would rather Alice be, uh, to be honest with you, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. What is the thing I would I say about silverbacks? <laughs> I know what you say about silverbacks. Okay. I would rather be violently Attacked sexually by assaulted silverbacks. by silverbacks than mm-hmm. to ever go down wormholes of chat groups, threads, talking about drivers. How to get your you mixer to work. Right. That I did. I tried this and oh, I tried to reload uh, OS 9 and then then double and then get rid of this and then disable this and then throw this. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh, why am I, why would I ever stray from you? You've been so good to me. You've been so good to me. I'll never mistreat you again, ever, ever. You know what? I'm going to get rid of that Mackie. I'm going to find a way to put two inputs into this. I've got a little powered amp and I'm sticking with this. My little Behringer USB interface that's all the world ever oh, needed good. all that ever okay. needed so by the way this this camera in this iphone uh, iphone what, what's this thing called MacBook the Mac- Air. it also the camera it shoots out of the side so i'm way off to the side of this thing to be straight on <laughs> doesn't matter i need to get drunk or high or whatever is there anything <laughs> to sniff in well here? trish said your show is good today um get, you given all that. Morgan asks if you can bring up anything you want on WTIC or if you have to run it by them first. I never have to run it by them. I've gotten a couple of notes. Um, they don't like me talking about the local NPR station or using those call letters. Um, yeah, which is kind of too bad, which I don't love because I want to make a running gag out of the, the those people. Mm-hmm. And I've got some great stuff. Um, one time I had a caller call up and like she it was a woman and she kind of worked blue and mm-hmm. and I got a message from the from the PD saying that we don't that's not the kind of radio we do here like I, I'm not running the board you know I, that's a caller saying stuff I don't I don't really <laughs> I do get I do so we so once in a while I, maybe I am running the board I don't no so I would say for for a radio station for an Odyssey radio station for a radio station in the Northeast in a blue state. Mm-hmm. My management for me at WTIC is a dream. This is management I that that Kirk and Jerry would have dreamed of having. Uh, it is not like Odyssey Boston. Not no. There's none of that stuff. They, they have been fantastic. These people, and I think, I think you know, forever it was a CBS station and kind of a CBS mostly news station. Um, but uh, but they've been very hands off. Like it's not, it's not as if, you know, I do. There's a uh, the only thing I was told in the beginning was they said that me and Todd had a, a bad habit Todd Feinberg of um, co- name calling and they said that that sounds ugly and it's not like well thought out and there's something to that there's something kind of lazy about calling people idiots jolts and whatever and with, without really qualifying it so so I think that was kind of constructive criticism but that was probably in the beginning of some of the things we got and that's that's probably a good tip. Other than that, no. I'm believe me. You know what Kirk in what John and Jerry got canceled for? No, I'm sorry. Kirk and Jerry got canceled for. I'm on that all the time. As a matter of fact, I'm I've been having to find. The other day, was it yesterday? No, uh, two days ago. I actually started the show with illegal immigration, which is not something I usually love to talk about. It's just because, 
like I get bored about process bores me sometimes like okay the asylum seekers have to go to this point of entry and then they can have asylum but then they're gonna have a court date for this and they can and all it's like it's a it, to, it, to me it's, it's wonky but I started with that the other day because what I really had was a bunch of trans teacher stuff and I had been doing that for like two weeks straight so I was like <laughs> I gotta take a break from this uh or at least like give it a minute here uh so so that's a great question, Morgan. Yeah, no, I have, they have not told me to do to do anything. I mean, every other job I've had in my, I used to work with Michael Graham in Boston, and we would get crap all the time from management, all the time. They would sometimes separate us to interrogate us separately to see what our <laughs> motives were. It was crazy, and then it was that was nuts. That was exactly the lesson in in bad program directing. And it was it was nuts. What it did actually, it actually kind of helped the show because it united Michael Graham and me against management because they were so crazy. They once brought me in front of the famed Buzz Knight because he's a radio programmer, so he's he knows a lot about radio. So like any time you hear about a radio programmer, a program director knows a lot about radio. Just walk the other way, man, because there is going to be this consultant class of radio person comes up. And Buzz Knight, we used to have something that was a, a ripoff, really, of the Howie Carr Chump line or the Weiner line on WR, uh, WEI, which is just, well, it's kind of like this. Uh, the confession uh, hotline. Well, yeah, it's kind of like the, the um, Chat Chat, as a matter of fact. Yeah, but exactly like that. <laughs> right, yeah, it is, right. So, <laughs> um, so one time I played a bunch of uh, messages, uh, we, uh, like, you know, two minutes worth of messages on there. And the guy, Buzz Knight, who works for uh, BOS, whatever, called me. I was summoned summoned, summoned to his uh, office. And he went through and he said, Tom, I want to sit and kind of have a meeting of the minds with you. And he said, let's go through your confession hotline the other day that you and Michael went through. And I want you to go through and let me know what's funny about these messages. <laughs> and we had to go through each one. And uh and I had to explain like it's kind of ironic or you know it's it it it's a, it's referring it, back to this inside Right. Joke. Exactly. Exactly. And he was very concerned and I thought, "Wow, that's it." And then one time, oh, it was a great it's great. They had they had no clue why we why the station was losing ratings, so so they got the software that showed it showed a graph of the, of the of like the six or ten peop, uh, listeners that are tracked, you know, the, back then people used to have like an electric people device, meters. people meters, a PPM, and they would show them when programming was happening, and then if one or two would leave, and they'd, they'd show where, they'd show where they went. They paid for that package, which would show you like where the listeners went. They went from us to NPR. They went from us to whatever. No, now, now the truth is that almost everybody would always leave during the commercials because people like don't like commercials. Other than charming reads about hot sauces, um, but but um, one time me and me and Graham had some me and Michael we were on the air. I was his producer, and oh, this is a great one. And something happened either with the confession hotline or we had some technical issue, and we were like, okay, now we have three minutes. What do we do? And I said, you know what? Why don't we go through every drop we play and explain it? Because people, there's these drops. You hear radio drops, these little cuts of audio, and like, you're like you, 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 a lot of times you, you weren't there for the first time it was played or it happened, so, so you don't know. So I thought this will be this will we'll go through the bank here, the whole vol of them, and just tell people what they were. Might as well. We're closing out the show. It's just a couple of minutes. 
So I did it. It's a caller saying uh, Guatemala. It sounds like watermelon. Or um, I continue to be discriminated. That was another one on Michael mm-hmm. Graham's. Or Michael Graham saying I'm a, uh, a something-eating, NASCAR-loving gay man. Or All these out of, con- out of context stuff. Toy Story I- is better than Star Wars. Toy Story is better than Star Wars, which is another one of his. And all sorts of these things making fun of him. And I was summoned to Buzz Knight's office again. And uh, he went through the, the entire litany. What's the significance of this particular drop at this time? And I said, Buzz, well, the thing was, <laughs> I said, Buzz, the thing was, um, we had technical problems. And so I figured that we'll just do an inside baseball thing for these people. And just in case they missed all the stuff organically, we, we'd tell them what it was. And I had to go through these crazy drops, you know, there'd be a Jeremiah Wright drop. And he'd say, so what am I, where is that bringing me exactly? Wow. And that's when my grandma and I started to freshen up our resumes because, you know, that's going to be over very shortly when they're wondering <laughs> what exactly is funny about this. when the most humorless people on the earth start asking you what's funny, <laughs> start applying for other jobs because it's over very soon. So uh, so that's yeah, that is exactly that. What exactly is it you would say you do here, Mr. Shattuck? <laughs> we, uh, but it wasn't even. Yeah, I wish it was that like that good but it was but but you've got these people who are largely humorous humorless um julian fell want to know about having vb on we have had vb on i think both here and on wtic you've had vb on wtic right yeah i gotta send him a message because my two guests uh stepped on him i asked him to stay late stay over after a break to help me out really and uh he mm-hmm. said yes and then i got rid of him because i had two guests suddenly um yeah, and Julianville used to watch uh, 25 be- yeah. before they got away from being Fox 25 so much and um, watching that and liked VB on there. Yeah, he's great. Tom knew him then too because we would watch that in the mornings when we were first together and you would be um, – that picture that's behind me in our studio is yeah. you on Fox 25 also with VB. Yeah, that's VB. He called me out a couple of times to be in the background of a live shot. Uh, and his, to be a fake. To be fake. So there I'm, I'm pretending fake I'm missing a hangover. VB told me how to act. And uh, <laughs> and his his producer then, who's named, I think, Irish Joe or Scottish Joe. No, his cameraman mm-hmm. there would start on me and then pan up or they'd put me in the thing. And I was obviously thrilled to do it. But that... Right, and- that crew from Boston, from Fox 25. That's what Trish says, too. It was awesome for the first few years. They felt like friends or buddies. It was so different from the other channels. Totally. And that crew is really cohesive. And they all they all still get along. They were awesome. Levanche and Doug Meehan, who's a great guy. Maybe the best guy in the business. Um, and Butch Stearns and VB and Maria, um, uh, my cousin Alice. What's her, what's her name? Maria... I don't remember. Yes, you do. Maria Stefanos. Mm-hmm. Who's, by the way, related to me. Alice, want to tell, the people, of, how, kind of, wanna tell the people how she's related? I don't remember how she's related. She's like your mom's... Is she like married into your mom's cousin's my, family or She's something? my mother's cousin's stepdaughter. So my mother's go. cousin is... Um, is uh, Virginia, as a matter of fact. Um, mm-hmm. and named after my grandmother... She's married mm-hmm. to Satch Sanders of the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And, and there's her, like a pool named after her in Somerville. Somerville, exactly. And her her son is uh, Dale Stefanos, who's an artist. His wife is Maria Stefanos. 
I used to always tell Maria this, and she would be highly disinterested. Although she was sweet. Maria Stefanos, everybody loves her because she's she helps people out. She did me a solid twice. One time um, I was producing the Howie Carr show. Uh, I, wasn't pr- I was on site to help the Howie Carr show uh, as the executive producer when they were doing a live shot at Boston 25 for the debate, like the debate watch thing. Uh-huh. And Chris... Um, Chris, uh, not Chris Matthews. Chris, who's the one who was on Fox News Sunday? Um, Chris, Fox News Sunday with Chris. His dad was in sixty minutes. Uh, I know who you mean, but I'm blanking. Uh, hold on. Anybody remember, guys? Chris, Chris. <laughs> uh, Morgan's related to Stephen Colbert. <laughs> so. Oh, really? Oh, I'm lucky, sorry about that. Lucky Morgan, I guess. Okay, it's Chris Wallace. So Chris Wallace. So anyway, so. Um, I went up to Chris Wallace and said, he, he, he and Howie had had a falling out there, but Howie wanted him on the air. Mm-hmm. But he and Howie had had a falling out. And Howie said, Tom, see if you can get up there and get him. So I walked into the Fox newsroom, which is a really Star Wars looking place. And I saw Chris standing there, and I said, "Hey, Chris, do you mind uh, popping on with us in the Howie Car Show?" And he said, "Well, I don't, I don't, you know what? I, I don't know if I'm going to have time. And I, I'm sorry, I don't think I'm going to have time." And he was obviously blowing it off. He had had a falling out, so he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, this is how great Maria Stefanos is and was. She's now with uh, Channel Five in Boston, WCVB. She then grabbed him. She was right there while I was talking to him, and I had known her from the Michael Graham Show. She mm-hmm. grabbed him by the arm and pulled him down the hall to where Howie was set up. His radio was set up. But right before she walked through the door, she pulled me, put me next to him, and pushed me in with Chris. So, the so look that lo- you got credit. So I got credit from Howie for bringing him in. She is an angel, Maria Stefanos. She also, during in, um, in Cleveland at the Republican convention in 2016, she did the same exact thing with, with Dan Rather. And made him talk to me for a little bit after she was done, because a bunch of people wanted to talk to him, and she she brought him over to. She was she is Maria Stefanos is an absolute angel, absolute angel. Yeah, that whole team I is was uh, was good there. Oh, there's also Arkor Bloom, Mark Arkor Bloom, also a Winchester guy. Yeah, that that was a great special station. But yeah, I miss that. I miss TKK. I miss the real Harold. Like yeah. I know. I go to these so places much. right as they're bursting into flames. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. It's sad. But, I mean, I do think, like, other things are happening. Like, I think Substack's an exciting place where lots of stuff is happening. I, I mean, like, I think there's a lot out there. And I think the media environment will adjust. But it is sad to see this stuff go away over time, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's still it's also exciting. I mean, there's never been so much. As a, as a talk radio guy, I know you guys are, too. Uh, like a, a fan of talk radio, there's never been so much like great content out there. Or, or just oh has yeah, never been. And like with the Twitter, just things happening in real time. It's so exciting. Like you get to know so much stuff right away. You're not like just watching the same news shows as everybody else is and reading the same newspapers, right? Like there's so much more out there from so many more people. It's like. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. 
eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Really wild. Can I ask you a question, Alice? Yes. I mean, this is inspired by my friend, Lucy Burge. Mm-hmm. You know who Lucy is? Is that um, like sports betting person? She's my fellow Odyssey team member. Yes. Okay. She's yes. a sports betting person from Boston. She tweeted out, eggnog is a top tier beverage. Thoughts? I mean, yeah, I would say so. I think it's pretty delicious. No. But I, I don't know that I would call it a beverage, though. That's the only caveat. It's, it's like, a lot of work, man, for a beverage. <laughs> it's a lot I of like work. I like it, though. But it's not, I know what you mean. It's not, like, very drinkable. No, it's not drinkable. That can't be the only thing you have to drink for the evening, you know? <laughs> Especially, like, with rum. It's like, man, what kind of hangover is that? <laughs> yeah. So, but... You know, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. I know we have one more show tomorrow, too, but it kind of seems like... Yeah, the tomorrow's show will apart. not feature a temper tantrum from me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just... I was... I'm not going to get into it. It's mm-hmm. fine. I know. Everything's fine. What else you got? So, we got to get you to the but, restaurant, you know. The restaurant. Yeah, no, I know, but I just wanted to cover a couple things because I feel Please. like the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Like, one is you mentioned, and I wanted to bring up, and I keep, like, seeing it out there and then forgetting to bring it up on our show. But there's not, like, news stories about it, but nobody can buy Tylenol and Motrin for their kids right now, right? Like, we're in the middle of the so-called triple-demic, right? Which, like, you know, our kids are a little older. They can just get a fever, and it's not a big deal. But if you have, like, a newborn baby and you can't buy any liquid Tylenol, that's, like, scary stuff. And it's, like, store shelves are empty. It's the baby formula all over again, and, like, nobody is covering it. So did you do this on the radio today? Did people call in about it? I started to, but then they brought uh, in an undertaker <laughs> and a nuclear scientist. So. <laughs> so, but it's really crazy. Like all my mom Facebook groups, they're all like people like buying and selling Tylenol on the black market. Like, can anyone drop off some Tylenol to me? Does anyone have any extra, et cetera, et cetera? Because like nobody can find it in the stores. It's really crazy. So like Tylenol, Motrin, like all the all the like liquid kids pain and fever medications which is really nuts like and i want to know what's going on there i don't really understand why this is happening right now like it's not purely demand something's going on i'm sure we'll hear more about it in the future but like some supply chain somewhere is screwed up and they're not what do you talking think it about is? it or what's reporting something on that's it. going on I don't know. I couldn't even speculate. I just think there's some supply chain problem that they're not reporting on because like you know with the baby formula it it was because they they shut down this plant over nothing yeah. like and that stuff. 
Do you remember with the baby formula? Of course I do. Yeah, where yeah. was that in like, so, uh, like yeah in Gary and but they or had like a scare that some kids supposedly got infected from the baby formula, which no one was ever able to prove. They were never able to find like a molecule of that bacteria in the whole plant. Like, <laughs> and you know, but they shut the plant down for a long period of time, and they totally screwed up the market. I don't know what's going on here, but something's um, happening. You know, Morgan says it's stuff you got to have when they're really little. It's so true. Like, and you remember what that was like, especially when you had a new, new baby and you didn't know what you're doing. And it's like scary. I mean, right now our kids could get RSV and stuff and like, but I do think the respiratory stuff with the kids, I do think they screwed up kids a lot with like keeping them home and masking them for all this time that their like immune systems need to be around other kids. I happen to know somebody who, like, their kid was in the hospital for a week with RSV. For a week with pneumonia from the RSV. Like, that's nuts. No, yeah, it totally is. And, and, to be, and, and not to make it about me, and I know that's it's different, but me and this guy on Facebook who both have swollen facial features every day, it's like, I wonder if the... If the oh that reminds me here's your oh damn it I don't have a phone where's my phone do you know where my phone is I didn't take your phone it was on the bed the last time I saw it in there oh <laughs> it's on the bed now you know I'm wondering if it's the if it's the the uh you know the shot if it's if it's the COVID shot that's like it's done something to us so did you see <laughs> my my uh my tweet with Benjamin Byron Davis. Uh, no, but somebody in the chat raises an interesting point about the Tylenol thing before we move off that. Um, Trish says the children's liquid meds are made in China. People in China are waiting hours in line to get meds. I do think that could be part of it. Remember when they were like sending themselves masks from the U.S.? Like 95% of all the ibuprofen in the world is like made in China. Like the actual ingredient that goes into the ibuprofen, like in the pills or in the liquid or whatever right so you know they're making it there like maybe they're using a lot of it there and they're short shipping like i I have no clue i have no clue why that's this is like pure speculation but something is going on with like the the children's the liquid cough and fever meds and it's not cough but fever and pain so it's uh really concerning um but yeah just like one of the more ways that um you know so let me I wanna, me- we're like screwing around with stuff that I, shouldn't get broken that's messing with people's lives okay go ahead about your tweet so Morgan i says he saw it okay so i benjamin byron davis he's a he's an actor he's josh davis he was a good guy a, a big progressive but he's an actor he was in borderlands mm-hmm. movie Ant Man and the Wasp, R D R two. He's been in. He might have even been in. He looks like he's been in stuff like Game of Thrones. I don't know. He's a real success Hollywood guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so since I know his brother, he follows me, or we follow each other, or whatever. And every once in a while, we tussle. But anyway, listen to this. Listen to the psychosis behind this. Okay. He tweeted out the other day, yesterday. Get your booster. To which. I tweeted out, like, this is a guy who's surrounded by a lot of smart people. His brother's a brilliant guy who won some debate thing, years ago, and, and he's a smart guy. So he said, get your booster, not just to me, to the world. I tweeted at him. I replied, why? He said, to help protect vulnerable communities from spread of communicable disease, much like every other vaccine we have successfully employed for generations to care for each other and promote our general, general welfare. 
So my reply to him was boosted people are still contagious, just as contagious as anyone else. So now his reply, this is an intelligent guy. Right. His reply is accepting your premise, get your booster. Why? To amplify your own protection from the virus, shielding you from serious illness and keeping you out of the hospital, all of which helps minimize the impact of the virus has on your community and pro- promotes social welfare. Just uh, promotes our general welfare. So what happened to to help pr- project protect vulnerable communities from the spread of the communicable disease? Much like every other vaccine we have successfully employed for generations to care for each other and promote our general welfare. Then he switches to, after that's like knocked over by a feather, he switches to, why? To amplify your own protection from the virus. Wait a second. First, I was saving... And to contribute to the social welfare so by staying out of the I was saving the, the community at one point. Now he's worried about me. Yeah, it's a little more subtle and, now. That your impact on the community is a little more nuanced, and do we know that the boosters, by the way, Do we know that the boosters are amplifying our own protection from the virus? Do we know that they're amplifying anything? Really? No, you also had Omicron already because right. you got Omicron. You got COVID right, right. after your last booster. I think I might that amplified like at the time when right. ninety some odd percent right. of the cases in the country were all Omicron. So all of which helps minimize the impact of the virus has on your community and promotes our gener- promotes our general welfare. Isn't that great? How committee of public safety is that? We're promoting the general welfare. We need to inspect the house. Promotes the general welfare. So it's just so interesting how he made a statement of principle when called on out on it. He showed his cards. We're promoting general welfare. So it's really not about anything scientific. Scientific. He's saying, get your booster. Because get your booster. We're getting boosters. Do you understand? It's we, just a good thing, okay? We're wearing the, <laughs> we're wearing the age ribbon. What, you don't want to wear the ribbon? It's, no, we're wearing the ribbon. Just do it. We're Wear a Livestrong bracelet, Tom. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, okay. Should we Meanwhile, go? the last thing that they told us to do, which is all buy electric cars, is going really well. General Motors had to recall, did you see this? 140,000 Chevy Bolts. Because the carpet could catch fire. So let me tell you something that I'm finding. And I think these electric cars are are exciting and interesting. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for a car that's going to burst into flames. and (laughs) It seems to be electric vehicles. What's that called when the other towns get involved and and help? It's it's like shared community response or whatever. When other towns get involved, like Mm -hmm. police. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to, you know, see compare fire trucks from several towns, get an electric car because when that bursts into flames, they need extras because these things do not stop bur- bursting into flames. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's just—I mean, like everything liberals touch bursts into flames, basically, whether literally or metaphorically. They can't help themselves. Like the Biden presidency is like this, and like every city they run is like this. Did you see the DC story also? Mm, I don't know. Do you oh, see? Is, is, did Zelensky feel- um, speak to a joint session? No, I I didn't. I don't hey care Zelensky, about him, put on a suit. Put you. on a suit, little guy. Okay. He wears a green shirt. That means he's fighting for his people. I think. Put um, on a suit. So did you know Castro? And- <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. So, but DC because their city is a 
total bleephole because they run it into the ground. Um, even though it's like one of the greatest places. I love They to don't see have it, representation, man. Well, they um, apparently tourism has taken a hit during the pandemic. And they're concerned about this. Do they have a new plan to help tourism? Can you guess what it is? Um, Only a liberal could think of it. Only a liberal could think of it. Did I see this? Is this safe injection sites? No. Okay. No, they are raising hotel taxes. Oh, that's smart. That is definitely (laughs) smart. I know I sort from highest to lowest when I'm on Experian. They're raising the hotel taxes 1% because that will give them a bigger advertising budget to advertise to people to tell them to come to D.C. That is... <laughs> what a 17 carom yeah. bank shot that is. <laughs> Can you believe like how their minds work to do something like that? You know what will help tourism if we make the hotels more expensive? People have been saying they were really wishing the hotels would cost we more. We should right also now. ban Uber because people like <laughs> cabs. Some that don't take credit cards. That's what people miss. <laughs> that will fix it, I'm sure. Yeah. And the ones that do take credit cards give you a hard time about having a credit card. Do you remember that with cabs? How uh, that would you be? think like, I don't remember that, Alice? You, I was a if doorman. You ever try, if you ever tried to pay with a credit card, even if they took a credit card, it was like you... <laughs> killed their family or something. Yeah, so what would happen is that the, the that the cabs people wanted to play with pay the credit cards including their their work Amex because they wanted to expense everything. So the cabs um the cabs didn't want to ever take credit cards. They wanted cash obviously for obvious reasons. And so what they used to do is give the doorman a big um a big um roll of cab blank cab receipts. So, or the bellman, the bellman and doorman would would take care of the guest. Would say, "Okay, we'll write your receipt, receipt for whatever." And um, it was a good scam. So, in other words, you could take mm-hmm. a cab that cost thirteen bucks. The, the bellman um, who was working with the cab drivers who wanted to take credit, uh, who wanted to take cash, the bellman would then write a receipt for fifty bucks or whatever like that. Good scam. Okay, should we go to the Chelsea Fire? Wicked hot sauce. Oh, Wicked hot sauce. Hotline. Hotline. Let's do it. This is muy caliente, by the way, Alice. It says it in the front. Shake well. Product mm. settling is normal. That's true. Do shake well. 5% goes to the uh, National Fire, Fallen Firefighters Foundation. You'll notice that mine is already half empty. Mm-hmm. I used it at three different points today. I first in the morning when I cheated on my weekend one eighty weight loss um, regimen because the breakfast buffet is open. I got a bowl, I put eggs in the bowl, I put sausage in the bowl, and then I took the silencer off of Chelsea Fire hot sauce, mm-hmm. the the plastic piece at the end. Took the silencer right off, and I was firing automatic. And I poured that baby right in there. And s- I was thinking about using some on my breakfast taco bowl that I made myself this morning, but I was scared that it would be too hot for me. It is pretty. It's pretty hot, Alice. It might be a little too hot for you, but I mean, you can use it with creamy stuff first. You know, do you like okay. clam chowder? Are you a clam chowder person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't go out of my way, really. Okay. All right. So we I go- just ate an avocado like hole in the hotel room. <laughs> I know. It's like she ate it like an apple. I've never seen it before. It was like watching um, Splash with, um, with Daryl Hannah eating the starving. lobster. 
Oh, all right. I hope you're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then we should go to the bar, you and I, and have a couple of cold ones. What do you think? Okay. So this is yesterday. This is probably old. Uh, hey, um, Tom and Alice. Yes. I was wondering if uh, either of you would consider having a uh, CBD sponsor. Um I've tried it before the stuff before the gummies and uh, it, it relaxes me and makes me uh, fall asleep. Great. So uh, I love, I love the stuff. So uh, yes is the answer to that. I am all on board with CBD or weed or, um, or fentanyl or whatever. Maybe not fentanyl. I'm just kidding. But, um, but yes, but I'm on... CBD isn't the same as weed. I don't think. No, it's a cannabinoid. They sell, they sell that in like normal hippie uh, stores. Alice, don't show how uncool we are. Yes, I would buy. I would. Do, we would happily do it. I actually have some CBC CBD drops in at my house. I have used them, um, and I think Mike Geary. I think you hated them, didn't Alice. <laughs> this is a shape of whore. Form of <laughs> prostitute is what we're doing. This is the Wonder Twins, you and I, right now. We're okay. leaning into the car of the CDC people. We're go, See, get whatever you can't even yeah, say whatever it, it is. and you want them to be a sponsor. Yes, they're, we're sponsoring them. I take it all the time. It makes me feel great. <laughs> Hold on, my computer's thinking about playing the next one or not. <laughs> At least the mixer works. Did you do what Tommy in New Hampshire told you to do with the computer? Else, I've been busy. Uh, you know, I, I I spoke to a ventriloquist today, sight unseen, <laughs> and then uh, you know a member of ISIS, sight unseen. It's everything. They're, they're just coming up. I didn't have time to uh, do computer repair work. I'm sorry, guys. It's just thinking about playing this next one. It's it doesn't know if it's going to. So, <laughs> would it be helpful if I played something? Oh, I can't. Play it you to you, can I? Okay, let me try this other one. Nope. I can play it to me and my listeners. Okay. It's not playing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to refresh the page. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Nobody knows. Here we go. So let me get this right. Tom actually thinks that was an Al Bundy impersonation. Yes, it was. When did Al Bundy have a hair lip? Man, these impressions, keep them up. I'm going to send Lionel a chest binder, and next time he sees you, he's going to slap it on those double C's. <laughs> How dare you, good sir, Lionel. Uh, Al Bundy spoke like that. Noopy. He did. I'm sorry. Hair <laughs> lip. I'm like not even sure if that's like okay or offensive or what that weird. is that yeah. you're doing. It's funny, Alice, because in this room last night, I get like channel like uh, the network channels, and I watched a whole bunch of Modern Families last night. <laughs> New peak. Come on, that is a absolute spot on. I'm sure it's spot on, honey. I've never seen this show, but I bet it is. By the way, Modern Family is a great show. Great show! It's the last Modern show. Family or whatever you're talking about. Modern Family. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, Alice, Married with Children, is an American masterpiece. Al Bundy is an American hero. <laughs> Four touchdowns, one game. Come on, <laughs> that's okay. how he talked. 
<laughs> we'll watch it. We'll get into it. It's great. Oh, ba- oh yeah. And what's her name? Applegate. Ooh. All right. And I loved Bud too. Hey, Alice. How's it going? This great. is Jack Nicholson. Oh wow, Alice. I was Hi, just Jack. Wow. Called ask if you wanted to go to a Laker game. I've got courtside tickets and sure. we can see where it goes. I know you I like don't know that much about boys. basketball, but I mean, sure. I don't think he's expecting <laughs> you to be there for the basketball, Alice. So if Jack Nicholson invited you to a Lakers game, would you go with him? I mean. <laughs> you would absolutely, that means you'd, you'd absolutely sleep with him. I would sleep. That wasn't, well, am I married or not? What? Um, in oh, this well, in case you didn't know, you are married, Alice, in this real world where the question happened. Hypothetically, maybe I would. Wow. You know what? I endorse it. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Jesus, at this point. Hey, Tom and Alice. Oh, wait, I got an ad read before I can ask my question. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> hey, fellas. Uh, maybe uh, you don't have ED, but you want a little ace mm-hmm. up the sleeve. Why not try Blue Chew? That's B L U E C H E W dot com. Blue Chew. If you're uh, of a certain age and you want to show your lady that you can still go at it like you're in your 20s, bluechew.com is for you. It's a chewable, just like uh, it's got uh, the ingredients of Cialis or Vi- Viagra, mm-hmm. but an easy chewable form. So try it now, bluechew.com. Anyway, um, is there any proper way to tell a woman that you have uh, crabs? I don't think so. There's no elegant way. You can't just go up to a lady and go, yes, madam, I have crabs. Oh. Probably not, but Tom's an expert in how to give that news. news. Andy, the, yeah, true. Uh, so here's my thing about that. One, mm-hmm. I had a time in my 20s when I did. But in 20s, I did actually have legit VD before Viagra or for, before that happened, which was a horrific, which actually caused me to then later on when I became more single, get, um, get, um, it wasn't Viagra, it was like Cialis or something like that. Well, not Cialis, it was Levitra, I think. Um, and then I, then it's, it's a long story, but because I got it because I was worried that if I went out drinking, which of course I was going out doing because it's the only way I would speak to women is if I was drinking. Um, that the first thing to be inoperable was, you know what, and you mm. guys know this. So then I started using it and taking it, and then it worked like wonders. And then I was, it, but they, uh, let me just tell you, it's just this is an entire episode to itself. But 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 yeah, and then my friends all, it's funny because I told them that I was taking this stuff. They all as a group. Would like say, oh man, that's terrible. Like like limp, whatever. Like ha ha ha. And then personally, then one by one, would ask if I could get them some. They would say, yeah, I don't got that problem when they're public. It's like okay, okay. So I see, only I do, right? And then they would buy them off me. So then I was selling them these tablets and going to you know you must know this house. How many illegal activities are you going to yeah. add to your admissions? So then I'm selling tablets. I'm going to I'm doctor shopping in in you know around the year 2000 because I have to because I, now I have customers. You're going through them too fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm using them and I Did they not believe you were I have customers that many times well, a month? No, they're like, "Wow, this is the most impotent person that we that <laughs> is on earth because he needs so many of these things." I'm like, "Nobody will believe me that I'm distributing." 
And it was crazy because also all those guys got to have them for free and not have like anybody ever know that they ever had uh, issues, especially when having a couple of beers. And they all had beers. But that's a long story. Now, what was the second thing? Oh, yeah, about the about the uh, you. Well, you know about my my story. That's a that's a that's a different thing. That was molluscum contagiosum, oh. and that is not crabs. I have not had crabs. I have a friend who had. It's so incredible. <laughs> Some of my friends growing up in Winchester were so quick in their feet that one. I have I have a friend who got busted filming his girlfriend's friend showering and somehow out of his rear end came up with a, an excuse and he he put it on his girlfriend for having actually it might have been his wife for for having a problem with it he suggested that he thought it was her who was in the shower and that i'm sorry if i love you too much and put you on a pedestal pedestal too much because you're so good looking and though it was an uphill battle and though he took a lot of incoming for it, in the end it worked. Unbelievable. The same guy in high school went. <laughs> I shouldn't say this. Do I know this person? You know this person. The same guy in high school went away. He had a steady girlfriend. Of course, all his girlfriends would always lean on me to be their, their like source and their rock. And like I knew both <laughs> sides. And I'm like, it, it destroyed my faith in women. His girlfriend went to... Oh, no, he went on a camping trip. This means getting a hotel, like in Brockton, to meet a couple of floozies that they were seeing. To cheat on his girlfriend, he and his friend, he then got crabs. He then gave her crabs. She said, oh, my God, you cheating MF, you gave me crabs. He, without a, letting a second go by, said, I can't believe you accusing me of doing that it just so happens I had to borrow Billy's underwear because I didn't have any and he, mm. and he apparently had been sleeping around so he has crap that's how I have him and then of course once again he put the blame right on her and she took it wow I mean that is some and it's funny because he he was a guy we, my takeaway from this is never believe guys ever no of course not <laughs> the, the answer is always yes they had an affair or trying to have an affair or were trying to hook up or yes they were yeah yeah that's always the answer that's always the answer it's always the answer mm-hmm. um but it is remarkable like in but but women want to you know it's it's funny it, you know women want to believe things so she was like okay sorry about that so he had to, she had apologized to him even though he had given her if you're any one of these people involved, I apologize, but you're you're still anonymous, as far as anybody knows. All right, mm. here we go. Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. Hi. I just wanted to call and say that uh, in the spare of the holiday, I'm not going to mention Tom's uh, impression of Al Bundy. <laughs> I just you. wanted to wish you two, the children, and of course, Peppa the dog, a very Merry Christmas. Charlie, thank you. You too. You too. Merry Christmas. Uh, as Al Bunny would say, uh, this is my house. I pay for it. I rot within its walls. Come on. And I'm mean, even remembering some of the exact quotes. All right. Since uh, since the Mackie Mixer is not in, I can possibly find the clothes. Possibly not. <laughs> 
thank you so much for listening, everybody. We have one more show tomorrow, and then we'll see you again for Christmas on Sunday. If you want to be in the live chats or if you want the extra content on Sunday, uh, that's at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also always find us for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com and anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Oh, by the way, tomorrow um, I'm in talks to have Alice in a special wardrobe we'll tomorrow. We'll see. I don't think about that. I don't think so. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.